It's Friday on Lockdown Bearcats, and I'm going to touch on some things that Lockdown Big 12 host Josh Neighbors and I talked about in our conversation yesterday, plus a look ahead to the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 action this weekend. Bearcats baseball also has a big series against Xavier this weekend. A lot happening, and it's all here on Lockdown Bearcats. Our Lockdown Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Locked On Bearcats your first listen of every day. Alex Frank here with you on this Friday, March the 25th of 2022. Sweet 16 action continuing Tonight on CBS and TBS, it all begins when St. Peter's takes on Purdue. The 15-seeded Cinderella Peacocks take on the Purdue Boilermakers. That's followed by 8th-seeded North Carolina and 4th-seeded UCLA, led, of course, by former Bearcats head coach Mick Cronin. Those games in Philadelphia in the East region. Moving over to the lower right quadrant of the bracket, the Midwest region, it begins with Kansas and Providence. Actually, I better make sure of this. Uh, the Midwest region from Chicago will feature two Big 12 teams in action tonight. Kansas and Providence, the 1-4 matchup, and then Iowa State, the 11th seed, another Cinderella, another darling of the NCAA tournament. They'll take on the Miami Hurricanes, another surprise team in the NCAA tournament. That all happening tomorrow or tonight in Chicago. I recorded this episode on Thursday. Kansas and Providence first. At 7.30, that's followed by Iowa State and Miami on TBS, St. Peter's, Purdue, North Carolina, UCLA on CBS from Philadelphia, Midwest region, as I mentioned, from Chicago. A lot happening. I recorded this episode Thursday afternoon, so I did not know. I did not know as of this recording who won Thursday night, but you do listening today. So Sun um, next week's Monday show, I am planning to record following the last regional final on Sunday afternoon. So when I record, I will know who is in the final four next Saturday or next Saturday in New Orleans. Plenty to get to on today's show. A great conversation yesterday with Josh Neighbors, Locked On Big 12 host. I, I cannot wait for Cincinnati to join the Big 12. Everything that has to do with playing that Power 5 conference with all the resources, all the exposure, and there's other things too. But there are some things that need to happen first, particularly with men's basketball, because I think if there's if there's this uh, what, excuse me, the sport that is, I think, the most exciting that we are going to see once UC joins the Big 12 is basketball, because we've seen how good the conference is. Baylor's the reigning national champions, and they've had other resounding success in recent tournaments. The last three tournaments has produced one Big 12 team in the Final Four. I think this year there will be another Big 12 team in the Final Four. I think it's going to be Kansas. Anyway, and then you see the competition, the quality of competition in the regular season. Kansas and Texas Tech played a classic double overtime game back in January. Texas Tech went undefeated at home. They also went on the road and beat Texas in an all-out brawl. Chris Beard beating, or I'm sorry, uh, Chris Beard losing to his former school twice in one season. And we haven't even seen what Oklahoma State can do when they are eligible for postseason play. 
Cincinnati's going to be competing against, competing against some really good schools. Texas and Oklahoma have had success in the past. But honestly, if you had if you if you had the option to pick which two programs were to leave the conference and you chose Texas and Oklahoma, that would be justified because you're still going to have your Kansas and your Baylors and your Iowa States and West Virginia there's a pattern because every year after they aren't very good, they usually bounce back. 2019, they weren't very good. 2020, they would have probably made the NCAA tournament. Last year, they did as a three seed. They were in the top 10 at one point late in the regular season. And they've been to multiple Sweet 16s since joining the Big 12, 2015, 2016, and 2018. They have had remarkable success in this conference. They have played for Big 12 championships. They have competed for Big 12 regular season championships. But but Cincinnati right now, if they were to step foot in the Big 12, I'm not really sure how they would do. You heard Josh say yesterday's show that their record would maybe have gotten them in, probably have gotten them into the NCAA tournament, would have been close. But the way they played, don't look at records. The way they played, they wouldn't have done well in the Big 12. They don't have what it takes to win in the Big 12. I thought a great point Josh brought up was experience. Look at Kansas, as as he mentioned, Remy Martin and O'Shea Ajabi, and then you look at Baylor's experience. And look at Texas Tech going out and getting players from the transfer portal, guys who have played before. They still have a member, and I'm kicking myself as to who this is. Texas Tech still has a player from their national uh, championship appearance team, their final four team in 2019. That is experience right there that Cincinnati does not have. Cincinnati does not have experience. And that one player on Texas Tech, I believe, is, well, not sure who that who that is. I, I know they have one player who was who played on that national championship team. In fact, it was talked about on the broadcast of the Notre Dame Texas Tech game. Lisa Byington, who did the play by play for that game, she's really good, by the way. She's been doing the tournament now for two years. Love her as a play by play announcer. She is rising fast in this business. Um, I, I'm so glad she has the opportunity to call these games because she is really really good. Anyway. Cincinnati does not have experience. They don't have anybody on their team that has played in the NCAA tournament. That's not a good thing. And this is the first time they haven't had that since maybe since before their nine straight NCAA tournament runs began. So you got you have to go there with players who've never been there before. You look at you look at the Bengals this year. And we often heard they don't know what they don't know. They had some experience, but those guys had not played for an AFC championship. Those guys hadn't been to a Super Bowl, and yet they were able to go there because they had a national championship winning quarterback um, on their team and a national championship wide receiver on their team, too, actually, in Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. And they just gra- and they signed veterans who at least have been to the playoffs. The Bearcats right now don't have that. And that's why they need to go out there in the transfer portal and get players who have played in high-profile games in the month of March. I don't care if it's a small conference championship game. They have played for a right to go to the NCAA tournament. I don't care if they were a one-and-done in the tournament. 
and they played on a small school making the tournament for the first time in the school's history. The fact that they have played in the NCAA tournament, been on a national network, CBS, TBS, TNT, True TV, you name it. They have been a part of March Madness. They have played in the NCAA tournament before because nobody on this roster right now has played in the NCAA tournament. That is a problem. You have to go out and get experienced guards who've been there before. You have to go out and get look at what Texas Tech did. They filled the roster out with transfers. Kevin McCullough Jr.'s been there. Kevin O'Banner's been there before. They, they have experience on their roster, and that's why they are in the Sweet 16. And they were able to overcome the challenges that a coaching change and a roster overhaul can bring to a program. Cincinnati has not been able to do that. Remember when John Brandon was hired? They went out and got, and got guys like Chris McNeil, Chris Vogt. Vogt was the only one, fun fact, who played in an NCAA tournament game last year with the previous year, rather, with NKU under John Brennan. That was a good transfer. Javen Cumberland did not play in an NCAA tournament, but he still played against NKU in the semifinals of the Horizon League tournament, made seven threes. They went out and got some players, but none of them had, you know, really big experience. Kyle Washington, when he transferred to Cincinnati, had experience. NC State was a Sweet 16 team in 2015. A Sweet 16 NCAA tournament team. That's experience. NC State beat Villanova in the second round. NC State played Louisville in the Sweet 16. That's experience. That's why Cincinnati was so good that year. Kane Broom coming from Sacred Heart, had experience. They don't have experience right now. Nobody on this team has been there before. That's why this season coming up is so important. We need to see how far this team can go. David DeJulius, I'm sorry, I, I, I digress. David DeJulius has played in the NCAA tournament. He was at Michigan for two years. They went to the Sweet 16 in 2019, so he's played on an NCAA tournament team. Maybe not prominently, but he has been a part of an NCAA tournament team. So I digress. I, I apologize about that. But if he doesn't come, okay, but if he doesn't come back, then you're like, who has been there before? Like, this team doesn't have experience. And the Big 12 wins with experience. We talk about, you know, all the flashy teams with one and dones. Those teams have won before. But more often than not, teams with experience win the tournament. Look at Baylor last year. Experienced players. Virginia had Kyle Guy, Ty Jerome, and DeAndre Hunter. Experienced upperclassmen. Villanova had Ryan Archidiacono, Phil Booth, and a whole cast of other characters in 2018. Experienced. I'm sorry, they didn't have Archidiacono, but they had experience. They've been there before. 2016, Archidiacono was a senior. 2015, Duke had Matt Jones and Quinn Cook. Experience. It matters. Wisconsin had Frank Kaminsky, Sam Decker, Nigel Hayes, and all guys that had lost in the Final Four crushingly in 2014. The Bearcats have to get more experienced, and they have to do it in the transfer portal. The young guys coming in like Sage Tolentino, they have to develop. If this team wants any shot at competing in the Big 12, you don't want to be like Iowa State and go two and twenty-two. I don't think this program will be like that. But you certainly don't want you certainly don't want to go 13 and 18. You want to be like 20 and 11, something like that. 
she have to get experience first. Uh, more on our conversation, my conversation with Josh Neighbors yesterday. Um, more on what Houston has done and why they can win the NCAA tournament with what they have. Although at the time of this recording, I didn't know if they won or lost last night. But why Houston is built for the future. But first, I got to tell you about. Well, I'm losing track of my ads here. I got to tell you about Built Bar because this is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all of my New Year's resolutions. But not this year. I'm sticking to it by eating right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Puffs? Well, if you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate, just like all Built Bars. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious and good for you. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Once again, thank you for making Locked On Bearcats your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Alex Frank here with you on this Friday, March 25th of 2022. Next week, we're going to hit on all that happened at pro at the University of Cincinnati Bearcats football program's pro day last Thursday. Desmond Ritter, Sauce Gardner, Darian Beavers, MyJ Sanders, Alec Pierce. So many players, eight players that are invited to the combine, players participating in Pro Day last Thursday, hopefully get someone on who covered it. Justin Williams or Chad Brendel, uh, Keith Jenkins, all really, really good um, at what they do. Anyway, so you heard Josh say, Josh Neighbors locked on Big 12 on my show yesterday, say that Houston, Kelvin Sampson has built a machine down there and that Houston is ready right now to compete in the Big 12. And they are. Because what they have done is they built their program got transfers who wanted to come and play for them because they knew they could thrive there and they could play on a really good team. They have now made the NCAA tournament four straight years. I remember the very first time I saw Houston play was in 2018. Houston came to Cincinnati, well, at the time, Northern Kentucky, because the Bearcats were playing at NKU while Fifth Third Arena was being renovated. Houston came to Cincinnati, and they're up by 18 in the blink of an eye, and you go, this team is really good. And the Bearcats ultimately came back and won that game. But the second time around, the third time around that year, those games were much different. It was a struggle. They lost to Houston in February, and they beat him by just a single point in the AAC Championship. And you saw what Kelvin Sampson was doing. And they got all those guys who were on the 2018 team back, minus Rob Gray, in 2019. And my goodness, they were a machine. Lost only twice in the regular season and the conference championship game, which means they only had three losses going into the tournament. And every single year, they have gotten better and better and better. And as guys have come and gone, they have continued to replenish. You look at guys like Marcus Sasser. You look at guys like Taji Moore. 
You look at guys like Fabian White Jr. and Kyler Edwards. You look at other players like I'm blanking here. You just look at all the players that have come and gone through that program. And as they continue to re- replenish, reload every single year, that's how you run a successful program. The Bearcats have had two coaching changes in the last four years. So maybe that's why they haven't been able to compete with Houston since Mick Cronin left. They've only beaten Houston one time since Mick Cronin left. One time. They lost to them three times this year, lost twice last year, and lost once in 2020. They are 1-6 against Houston since Mick Cronin left. The Bearcats used to be what Houston is now. Now Cincinnati has to copy them. They have to rebuild their program. Wes Miller is the man in charge of doing that. You look at the way Houston plays. They're so physical. They don't care if they get a foul called on them. They don't care. Because they are basically making the other team earn every single point they score in the game. That's why Houston can win a national championship. Now, at the time of this recording, they may have lost to Arizona. But if they if they if they would won last night, I, again, I'm recording this before the game was played. Houston can play. Houston can win a national championship because they don't care, and they are so smooth offensively. You look at the way they move the ball around. There's an there's an emphasis. There's an urgency. They can shoot really well from three. They can score in the interior. Anybody on that team can step up and score. That is a complete assembled team that Kelvin Sampson has at Houston. The Bearcats were that for just one year. Mick Cronin gradually built that program into a top 10 program in 2014 and 2018. Houston has been a top 10 program for the last two years. Consecutively. And I think they will continue that. Because now they will be able to recruit in that area and around the country. Players will want to come and play for them. They're going to the Big 12. They see the success. You can say what you want about Kelvin Sampson. He has built a really good program and a really good culture down in Houston. It is a relentless physical brand of basketball. And it can win, especially with experience. Last year's team had guys like Justin Gorham and Dejon Giroux and Marcus Sasser. And you saw that team and how good Fabian White Jr. and how good that team was. And that's why they went to the Final Four. That's why they were able to overcome a double-digit second-half deficit against Rutgers in the second round. It's why they were able to withstand Syracuse's 2-3 zone in this Week 16. It's why they were able to outlast Cinderella Oregon State in the Elite Eight. And they just ran into a, they just had a bad day against Baylor in the Final Four. That's all it is. But they have been one of the Final Four teams left standing out of 353 in college basketball. That is a talking point you can sell to recruits. And you know the history of Houston basketball with Fi Slam and Jamma. And now this team, with Kelvin Sampson as its head coach, he has built a culture down there. He's going to be the head coach there for many years to come. The Bearcats need to copy that. The hope is that what they did against Houston in the last week of the regular season in the conference tournament is going to carry over the next year. I think it will. I truly think the Bearcats are going to have a better roster next year because they will be able to land guys from the transfer portal. They will be able to recruit. 
developed. This season was just a let's see what happens. There was nothing. There was house money. Now, it was disappointing because of the way it started. They beat Illinois by 20. They just barely lost to Arkansas in the championship game of the Hall of Fame Classic. They were they competed against Memphis twice really well, I thought. They, you know, the Houston game was an eight-point game at one point in the second half the first time around. The second half, it was a four-point game at the half. SMU they beat once, and they should have beaten them on the road. So there were some positive signs last year. But again, Houston has an identity. You need an identity to go into the Big 12, whether it be physical, whether it be experienced, whether it be efficiency. You need that going into the Big 12. Because what's going to happen when you walk into Allen Fieldhouse and Kansas goes out on a 6-0 run to start the game? They impose their will on you. What's going to happen when you walk into the Farrell Center in Waco and Baylor is you know, dropping shots all over you and they're out-rebounding you like crazy? What's going to happen when you walk into a Cyclone at Hilton Coliseum? What's going to happen when you face Bob Huggins' Press Virginia team? I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. What's going to happen when you face Texas Tech? in their defense that, as John Rothstein says, never rests. This team right now can't compete with the Big 12 teams, I don't think. I think eventually they can because Bearcats basketball at its core and its roots and identity historically can compete in the Big 12. They just have to get the experience and they have to get the players to compete. The American next year can prepare Cincinnati for the Big 12 because Houston's not going anywhere. They're going with Cincinnati. UCF's going with Cincinnati. BYU is going with Cincinnati. You saw they almost made the NCAA tournament, and they are um, in the final four of the of the NIT. They're having success. Should Cincinnati have played in the NIT? It might be a topic for next week. We'll get to that. But coming up, some things I'm looking forward to from the Big 12 that Josh and I talked about yesterday, and we'll round out the week and look ahead to Bearcats baseball this weekend against Xavier. A huge weekend, uh, three games against Xavier in three different venues. And then next week, the Joe Nuxall Classic. More on that coming up. But first, I got to tell you about Athletic Greens because I started taking them because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I wanted to see what the hype was about. You know, you know, I, I hear hype about a lot of things. So, you know, rather than just poo-poo the hype, I want to see it. I want to have, you know, rational, factual, conclusive evidence. Our next partner has a product I literally, I use literally Every day, athletic greens. What is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and app adapto greens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. Do I really have to focus on aging at 23 years old? Maybe I do. So I personally use. Athletic Greens, because I want to make sure I'm staying healthy. I just moved to a new city, new job. I want to make sure I'm eating right, sleeping right, whatever. I want to make sure I'm healthy. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you get keto, paleo, or paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. I don't drink beer. I drink bourbon. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. Don't be like that. 
no disrespect intended. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's a climate-neutral certified company. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com college. Again, that is athleticgreens.com college to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And you know what? I bet Athletic Greens can help you. Uh, it can help your brain, too. you got to think about how you're going to wager on these games. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. It's been upon us for the better part of two weeks. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs info. So once, once you take your athletic range, you can sit down, you can pull up your phone, tablet, or laptop, and look at the games, look at the spreads, and figure out what you want to wager on this game. How do you want to wager on this game? Because BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. And once again, thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Alex Frank here with you on this Friday, March 25th of 2022. Uh, so this is an interesting time because football season is, you know, not, doesn't start until September. We're still five months away. I tell you what, though, it's going to go by like that. I mean, you look at what the NFL offseason has been like, whew, and now all of a sudden the Miami Dolphins are contenders for a playoff spot. Jeez. 13 teams in that, in the AFC can make the playoffs, which means six good teams are not making the playoffs. Think about that. Um, basketball season is going to be over before we know it. So what the hell are we going to talk about? So I'm going to try and have a lot of guests on. Uh, I mean, it's sometimes it's really hard to come up with content. But once football season starts, oh, we'll be locked and loaded. Especially if Cincinnati can take down Arkansas. Which I am, I am still so thrilled at the Maui Invitational in Thanksgiving. I and I know football se- football should dominate this show during football season. You know what? When we get to the Maui Invitational, <laughs> I'm gonna be talking about that. And 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 I think I think we should. And I hope that I hope that tournament springboards Cincinnati to a successful season. It can. That's still like that's that's seven months away. Anyway, we got baseball. So. Let's talk about the Big 12, things I'm looking forward to. I remember, and you heard me say this yesterday with Josh. Josh Neighbors locked on Big 12, my guest yesterday. I remember saying to Josh, I had a conversation with my good friend Justin Williams of The Athletic and David Ubin, who's a national writer. David's a really nice guy, too, by the way. Um, he covered the UC Tulsa game when College Game Day was there. And I, I just, you know, he was such a nice guy. Um, really enjoyed talking to him about, you know, the Big 12. He's from Texas. The barbecue, or he might be from Tennessee. Anyway, 
But we were talking about, you know, where, you know, where to go in Austin, where to go in Waco, where to go in Lubbock, where to go in Manhattan, Kansas, all these places now because the Big 12 is barbecue country. Okay, you know, when the Big 12 champ, when the Big 12 championship game is in Dallas, oh, yeah, I'll be feasting on some barbecue then. Heck, even if Cincinnati doesn't even doesn't go to the Big 12 championship game, I might go to Dallas just to get my hands on some barbecue, and maybe I'll hang out with Jerry Jones too. So. There's that. But one thing Josh said yesterday that I found interesting was you look at the geography of the conference and how it's going to change. Right now, the Big 12 is all in the Great Plains and Chef Mima, and then boom, over here is West Virginia. Well, that's fine. But let's add Salt Lake City. Let's add some Rocky Mountains to it. A great song, Joe Walsh's Rocky Mountain Way. Rocky Mountains, most beautiful mountain ranges in the U- most beautiful mountain range in the U.S. Changed my mind. Um, so you got BYU, you got Salt Lake City, and yes, there's not a lot of nightlife out there, but hey, if you want to, you know, make a weekend out of it, you can go to Vegas first, then take the drive through the beautiful Mountain West, Salt Lake City, there you go. Uh, Orlando's going to be coming into the conference, so this is not like Cincinnati and UCF being in the American, this is what makes it beneficial. You can take a weekend trip to Orlando, you can go to the Sunshine State where it's probably 70 degrees. You can hang out with Mickey in his clubhouse. You can, you know, play ball with Pluto if you want. So there is, or, or you can, you know, you can hang out with Donald Duck. You can go to, <laughs> what did I just get into? <laughs> uh, I mean, dreams do come true in Disney World. So you can, you can go hang out at Disney Parks and catch a football game there at the Bounce House. Houston, you have oper- you have options in Texas. You're going to have four Big 12 teams in the state of Texas in the Big 12. Houston, TCU, Texas Tech, and Baylor. There you go. And then you're going to have options in Kansas. There, I mean, the food options that are going to be on this menu and, and traveling options. You can go to Dallas and Houston. You can go to Orlando. You can go to Salt Lake City. You're going to have... Still, some major cities you can explore in this conference. If there's one thing the American I did like, it's the teams were in cities. Orlando, Memphis, New Orleans, Dallas, Houston, Philly. And you may and you may not have all of that going to the Big 12, but you will have some. That is what makes this conference really fun. You're going to have your college campuses. You're going to have your college towns. But you're going to have your cities like Cincinnati. Like think about all those Big 12 fans now. Like Texas Tech fans will travel well. Kansas fans will travel well. BYU's got a national following. They're now going to say, oh, yeah, have you tried that uh, chili and cheese on spaghetti in Cincinnati? Or, man, have you tried that mm, delicious raspberry chip ice cream from Greater Oh, man, before that, you got to go try the world's greatest ribs in Montgomery Inn, which I'll tell you the pork chops are better. But that's what you're going to get. Tom and Chi, I mean, my goodness, you're going to have options. And I just found out there's a Tom and Chi in Atlanta. I'll be making a trip up there at some point. Reds do come play the Braves in two weeks. Um, so that, I mean, there's a lot to look forward to in the Big 12. In addition to the Power 5 exposure, you know, the resources, the TV exposure, the um, just the fact that the, it matters more in the Big 12. It may not mean more. I'm not going to... Say we're the SEC, although the Big 12 is way better in basketball than the SEC. But 
I mean, this is going to be fun. The food scene, the geography, you know, it's going to range from West Virginia to um, Salt Lake City. That's a lot of the country. And I've read reports that, you know, if the Big 12 were to expand further, it could include teams like Memphis and Boise State, which I'd be all in on. And then you have Boise, Idaho. You can go to Idaho, which has some beautiful scenery with the lakes. And then you have Memphis, of course, which has Beale Street and mm, the barbecue there. How that? All right, let's talk some baseball here. Uh, baseball season is right around the corner, Major League Baseball. And, and I understand, first of all, can I say this? I understand that there are a lot of people frustrated with what Major League Baseball, with what happened in the offseason with the lockout. I understand there are people frustrated with the Ghost Runner coming back this year. I understand it. I'm not totally against it, to be honest with you. I understand, you know, there's a lot of people frustrated with the Reds. But, damn it, baseball is fun. Okay? If you love numbers like I do, if you love simplicity like I do, if you love um, just baseball, I'm reading this book right now called Relentless Optimism. It's about a, a former baseball player named Bobby Kane and how he changed his mindset from being a pessimist to an optimist. And the, the manager that he worked with at AA in the Royals organization, Kansas City Royals, Wally Hogan, you talk about baseball as a metaphor for life. It really is. It's every day. You're going to fail seven times out of ten, but it's how you bounce back day in and day out and being part of the team. There's so many metaphors for life in the game of baseball. I mean, I can't wait. I mean, I just moved down here to the state of the defending World Series champions. You don't think I'm excited for that? Oh, of course I am. And I also maintain my Yankees heritage. They've won 27 World Series. So, yeah, I'm excited. And the Ghost Runner, and we talk about, oh, we got to, you know, make the game more fun, make the game more watchable. How about add a little element of, ooh, we now have to, you know, pitch, start every extra inning with a runner on second base. Ooh, that adds some strategy. I like this. Now, your purist side might come in and say, well, this is not fair. I like it. Did you complain when the NHL adopted five minute, a five-minute overtime in the regular season and if no one scores, they go to a shootout, but then they revert back to the old rules in the postseason? Did anybody complain about that? That's what I thought. You want to make the game of baseball fun? Pitch clock? Yeah. Make the game exciting. Now, there are those who will say baseball in its purest form is the best, is the best way. I'm all in on that. But I also like some change. I also like some progressiveness. Anyway, Bearcats baseball, 9-10 and 10 right now. They take on Xavier this weekend. Three-game series. It starts tonight. It is Greek night, too. At UC Baseball Stadium, 4 o'clock on ESPN Plus against the Musketeers. Saturday's game, a 4 o'clock start, too. That game will be uh, televised on YouTube from Prasco Park and Mason. The Reds train there in 2020. Uh, split squad and alternate squad, rather. Uh, Sunday's game is at 1 o'clock. From Xavier, that's a Norba, that's on Flow Sports. Tuesday, Joe Nuxall Classic, 7 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. It will be against Xavier at UC Baseball Stadium, 7 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Winner of that game will play in the Joe Nuxall Classic Championship game Tuesday, April 5th, against the winner of Wright State in Miami, Ohio, in Oxford. I believe it's a championship game. Joe Nuxall Classic is one of my favorite events when I was... In school, I got to call that game my sophomore year, and UC just missed out on winning it. It was great experience, um, especially in a baseball town like Cincinnati. But it plays second fiddle to of being a football town. Well, 
That's going to do it for me this week. Enjoy the college basketball this weekend. I, I, I am really going to enjoy it. When we come back, so, I work, I'll record Sunday night after the last regional final. So when 60 Minutes is on, I actually watched 60 Minutes last week. I did. Um, I'll record. Or maybe when uh, maybe I'll record after 60 Minutes. I don't know. But you'll know the Final Four as I'll know the Final Four. And we'll talk about that. Bearcats Pro Day. Was last was this past week. We'll talk on about that. Look ahead to the final four. Bearcats baseball hopefully sweep Xavier and all is going to be right in the world. Well, you know, and, and I, I, I shouldn't have said that, but at least all is going to be right in Cincinnati. Let's put it to you that way. And I, 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 my, I, my heart absolutely goes out to all those, all those in Ukraine, just senseless acts happening over there. Just what are we doing? Um, I just, it, it makes me, you know, understand if something bad happens here, just look at what's happening on the other side of the world in Europe. It's sad. Anyway, that's going to do it for me here on Lockdown Bearcats. You can follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore 90 with two N's N-N-A-T-I. You can follow me on Instagram, Alex Frank nine underscore and email me at Alex three Frank at gmail.com. All lowercase Alex, the number three Frank at gmail.com. Thank you for making Locked on Bearcats, your first listen every day. Now make your second listen. Locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. We will have some of that, a lot of that, as well in the month of April. For Locked on Bearcats, I'm Alex Frank. Have a great weekend, and I will talk to you all on Monday. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.